Hello, fellow Xbox adventurers. Welcome to this week's episode of Xbox Quest, Gotham's number one podcast and home for all news, reviews, and segments on the world of Xbox. On this week's show, we'll discuss first footage of Lord of the Rings Gollum, some Black Myth Wukong, as well as jumping into everything DC games at the DC Fandom event. I'm your host, Adam, and today I'm joined, as always, by the Dark Knight himself, Jake Burton. I am Vengeance. I am the Knight. I am Batman. I am Vengeance. I am the Knight. It's Jake. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I'm going to put the... My entire plan was to put uh, Kevin Conroy doing that right before you spoke. So we're going to get <laughs> Kevin Conroy's delivery and then we're going to get your delivery right afterwards. It's going to be great. Just picture uh, a friendly Jake standing on a rooftop, just like waving at you. Not like menacing on top of a gargoyle. They're just like, you look up to the night sky and you're just like, hey, everyone okay down there? Great. <laughs> Everyone's doing good? All right. Big I mean, you know, if you need any uh, moral support, um, technical support, I do that. Um, I don't know you that well. Probably not going to fight a guy for you. I know you. I'll fight a guy for yeah. You stay safe. I'll have to come down there to fight somebody for you, but not you. <laughs> not I will not save you. All right, Rorschach. I don't, I don't know that guy. I'm not putting myself in danger for that for this guy on the corner. I don't know him. Yeah, for all you know, he could be a villain. Exactly. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. <laughs> all right. Shout out as always to White Lane for the amazing intro music. Uh, we're gonna get into some news. This one came hot off the presses this morning. First footage and also a uh, little news write-up on Lord of the Rings Gollum, the next-gen Lord of the Rings stealth action you play as the little Smeagol guy video game. Um, video's cool. Looks real pretty. The write-up is really interesting. I love the whole... I like stealth action. There's not enough stealth action games out there, so just, you know. It looks... It looks like something... I don't know yet. I still have mixed feelings on this. still don't have any gameplay. Jake, how are you feeling? Uh, so I am part of the reason why there's not many stealth action games, because I don't really care about them. Um, I like when games are like, hey, you can be a little stealthy, but also you can Ghost of Tsushima walk in and like just chop people in half. And like Arkham games do that really well. Where it's like, yeah, sometimes you need to like be a bat and float around some gargoyles, but Sometimes you just want to walk in and kick criminals in the face. like, And that write-up makes it very clear that Gollum can and will not ever do that. Like, Even his like sneak assassin kills are like, there's not a guarantee that you kill them and you might be in serious danger. So it's supposed to be very, you know, you're using his cunning and, you know, throwing things to sneak past people and all that. But I love Lord of the Rings. So, probably going to play it. Um... It, it does seem cool that they're getting into like the narrative aspect. Like it says that you can, um, you can kind of embrace one side of Smeagol, Gollum, or the other, and depending on which side you go towards and which narrative choices you make, then you know things will change in the game for you. Now it all ends up at one end point. They said because this is a prequel to the movies, 
So there is no way that, oh, all of a sudden Gollum's been banished and Smeagol's normal by the end of the game because you chose all the right things. Like, no, either way, it'll end at the point where, you know, I don't know what if it's a prequel for The Hobbit or just Lord of the Rings, but like he will either end up somehow in that cave to have a conversation with Bilbo or he'll end up, you know, he's got to go that route one way or another. So it's interesting that there's, you know, admitting it front that there's, here's our end point, but your journey there will be different and, you know, have some cool things to it. But yeah, man, it's Lord of the Rings. I like Lord of the Rings content. They said they're trying to work with, you know, people who are part of like the Tolkien estate to make sure that it kind of goes along with his ideas for what Smeagol Gollum was doing during this time and you know, carrying some of that stuff on. So it sounds like they're trying to respect the source material and I appreciate it. Yeah, for me, I'm with you. I like I like all things Lord of the Rings. For me, for this game, I've always like it's an interesting idea. Get to play as this character, the choices, the stealth. I actually like stealth games. Uh, bring back Splinter Cell, please. Um, I just I just want to see the gameplay because when they originally showed the art, that art style is something either you're gonna like it or you're gonna hate it. Because I think he's okay, but he's got some real big anime eyes, man. <laughs> Gollum's character models is real anime, but Gollum's always had big eyes, but he definitely looks a little different in this footage, and it's like okay, that does look a little strange. His head's more oblong than like perfectly round Andy Serkis version. Yeah. So for me, it's like show me some gameplay. I'm willing to give it a try, um, and I'm hoping it's good. But yeah, it's, they're not giving us much. They're like, here's a really cool, pretty CG trailer, and it's like his eyes look amazing. But that's it's a minute, and he looks at a mountain. Like, all right. That's why I think everyone should go look at the write-up. There's some interesting gameplay stuff there. Yeah, you don't get much from the trailer as far as what the game actually is. It's literally just like, that's a weird CG golem, like, standing somewhere in Mordor, maybe. Like, I don't understand. And then it's over. Like, so, I mean, it's and it's an IGN-exclusive write-up, so go to them. But uh, they sat down with the developers and did the whole thing. So, yeah, read that. That gives you a lot more info on what this game actually is and details than the trailer could show you. But in case you just want to look at a CGI golem, it's there. Nice for awesome. All right. Next, we're gonna, I'm going to let you take the reins on this because this game has taken the internet a buzz. I still haven't watched it, but Black Myth Wukong. All I know is it's a, apparently a really pretty next-gen game with the Monkey King in it, and that is all I know. But people are going ape ape crazy over this game and you like that and uh so tell me a little bit more about it as someone who has not watched the trailer and has no idea what is actually going on so i mean you kind of have all the information that we seem to have that it is a it is a journey to the west sun wukong centric game where you play as the monkey king himself and um yeah the entire trailer is in um I'm assuming Mandarin. I'm pleading ignorance on that. I, I don't remember if it was Cantonese or Mandarin, but um, so I, if there's no story that, that I that I as a person who only speaks English can get from that. So I'm not sure what all info is there, if, if any, if they reveal anything in 13 minutes of gameplay that exists out there. But it uh it does look very nice, um, and. The action looks pretty cool. You know, it's a third third person action melee, um, and uh, it it's worth watching the trailer for it, it. It could it looks like it could be bad, but it will be it will at least be pretty for sure. But I just don't know, you know, what the game is gonna be. There's not a lot that 
I got from it that you know doesn't look like a lot of um a lot of third person action games. So who knows if this game's going to be any good or not? But I think the thing that's making everyone talk about it is that it's your first glance is like, why is YouTube recommending this random game that clearly can't be anything? It, it looks like Mask of Black Tiger. Well, like I, I just ignore this, and then everyone starts keeps talking about it. And you go, "What am I missing here?" And you watch, you go, "Oh, that's what it looks amazing! Like this is what next gen stuff will do." And uh, it, you know, it, it could be good, it could be bad, but it'll at least be pretty. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I, I've uh, I'm down for a good journey to the West story. You know, there's. They've done it in movies and comic books and anime and just about everything, but I'm uh, I'm definitely down to to get another version of of the Journey to the West or at least some version of it with Wukong. So yeah, I saw since you were talking, I looked at some screenshots. Looks like an interesting Souls ish. You said third person action game. I'm willing to check out the trailer again. It's 13 minutes. If it looks pretty, it'll be good. Who knows when it comes out? It might be trash. Oh well. We'll I really hope it's not Souls ish. You played, to make a, huh? you played uh, Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yeah. Did you like that combat? Yeah, I loved that. It's very similar to Souls. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It felt so much better than the Souls Oh, game. you know, I'm with you. Souls is slow, but it's similar-ish. We're lock-on. It's counter, slow and it's clunky. Yeah, yeah. No, not, yeah. If they're like, oh, this game has parries, so it's Souls-like. Like, no. It's, no. It's not I'm with you. If it's good-feeling Souls, I'm interested. Yeah, if it's if it's a fallen order like, then I'm into it. If it's a souls like, don't care. <laughs> you put a monkey in a souls game, not for me. Actually, don't care seems, at all. Seems like a fun mod. Not gonna lie. Uh, all right, last on the news. You got a lot to mod for me to care about that. <laughs> um, game awards are still happening. Uh, Jeff Cayley in an interview with Ryan McCaffrey on IGN Unfiltered, fantastic podcast where they interview all the good people. Not as good as uh, this one. No, not as good as this one. But Ryan McCaffrey is awesome. Uh, yeah, Jeff Keighley pretty much said, yeah, we're still doing it. It's digital. He said it's going to be bigger and better than ever. So all you don't worry, the Game Awards are still going on. You you a watcher, carer of Game Awards? I follow the results. I rarely am in a place where I feel like I can watch them live, mostly because I'm usually in a place where I don't care about watching them live. Um, but sometimes it's like, oh, job got in the way, whatever X, Y, and Z happened. But, um, you know, if it's happening and I think about it, then maybe, but I don't, I don't usually watch them until I'll watch clips from afterwards and, uh, I'll see what all they gave the awards to just cause curiosity. But, um, I definitely haven't watched them live in years since they were on G4, maybe. Yeah. Been a while. Um, I just like the fact that it's there. And the main thing yeah. is the trailers, not going to lie, like getting um, yeah. Xbox Series S and Hellblade 2 announced last year during the Game Awards was like, all right, this is why I'm tuned in right now. So yeah, that's cool. what it's for. It's it's for cool reveals and that for it's perfect for that. Because, um, you know, there's a million awards and I don't think they're as like revered as the Oscars as far as like this is the definitive. It's the <laughs> this is the best game of the year. But. It's a yeah, it's a cool show to have, and if they can show us cool things, then I like it. 
But I can also see those things on Twitter within seconds of them showing up on the Game Awards. <laughs> that is true. I'm just, shout out to Keeley for hustling. That dude never stops hustling. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's definitely like a perfect thing for like the digital era of lives. Like, just cut to your trailer. I don't think you need to have any giant crowd there for, you know, if it's anything from watching like the kind of funny game showcase where it's all just like a video package, like ready to go. Like, that's a, a perfect like stream of content. And that's uh, you, you can do that with everything and game awards are no exception, except I guess maybe you like have to cut to the zoom feed of someone. If they're doing like speeches, you can pre-record uh, all of that. Yeah. I guess if you tell them who won beforehand, you can figure that out, but that works. But yeah, that's it definitely shouldn't be hurt by the fact that it'll be a digital show. Yeah. And then that'll be new consoles will be out and we'll get some, New trailers from new next-gen games, so it should be a good time. Very excited. All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to our main quest. Here, Mr. Robo, where are you off to? I can't stop. I'm already late. Late for what? I'm going on an adventure. And it's the only thing that matters. All the DC games... Got announced. I guess technically only two, but they're pretty big deals. Uh, Gotham Knights from Montreal Studios, or Warner Brothers Montreal, and then Suicide Squad from Rocksteady. We had videos, we had breakdowns, we had gameplay. It was a pretty big event. Jake, how are you feeling about this whole DC? First of all, which one are you more excited for? I guess I'll go ahead and start there. Ooh, that's tough. I feel like I need to see more of what the gameplay is going to be because if either of these is even mildly like, you know, a, a really, a really dope, like ultimate Alliance, that's going to be the one that I get more excited for. But, um, Oh man, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of more excited for suicide squad just because weird characters, weird characters are always interesting to me, but so, so is Gotham Knights. Like, in a game you've ever been allowed to play is like Robin and Red Hood, and like the choices there are very new as far as like actual games. So I'm I'm excited for both. I think Gotham Knights looks like it'll probably be better, but it's also closer. So maybe it just looks like that now because that game's closer to being finished than Suicide Squad is. But I like both. And Samoa Joe is King Shark and Suicide Squad. Hell yeah, so that's go. awesome. Yeah, I don't know what other voice acting he's done, but like, I'm going to support Samojo as much as I can. Exactly. Uh, I think both these games look great. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think Gotham Knights is more exciting just because that is the one we did get gameplay for, and it's sooner. Yeah. Um, but I'm Rocksteady hasn't done wrong so far by my book, so I'm excited for both. I'm surprised that it's not reversed. Because, you know, Rocksteady's been making the Arkham games, and Gotham Knight feet distinctly much more like an Arkham game. Mm. Now, I know it's not, they said it's not supposed to be in the Arkham verse, but that game feels more like an Arkham game to me than what it looks like Suicide Squad's going to end up being. It'll feel like Arkham feels Origins. Because yeah. that's the same team who made Arkham Origins. I liked Origins. I so. did too. Yeah. Um, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, for me, it's, it's night just because it's closer. Uh, we did get confirmed that it's, Four playable characters in Suicide Squad, and then Knight has the four characters and co-op. So that'll be a fun time. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and start with... 
I thought they confirmed Suicide Squad will also have co-op. It might. I didn't look. Four. I think they said. I think they said that one will have four-player co-op. Yeah. Which is why I'm thinking, like, if either of these games is going to be ultimate or like, you know, you can split up the squad and and just have fun beating things up as Boomerang and King Shark and Headshot and Harley Quinn, then I'm into that. I'm into that a lot, and I hope they expand. The joys of Suicide Squad is like we we during that same event we got to see the Suicide Squad movie trailer for the next one with fifty. And characters. there's a million characters, and like it's it's the same joy of like this is going to be a movie that we'll see how what movie theaters end up doing, but you know like a a potentially blockbuster movie that's released that has Polka Dot Man in it, like what world am i living in and why aren't there more things like this like i give if they expand that cast a little bit like you swap in and out like some of the suicide squad characters even at some point even if the narrative is based around those four that would be even cooler but i don't know if that's what the game is so we'll see but um that's that's what i'm hoping for oh yeah no i'm i'm excited for both Uh, i guess starting with gotham knight uh, did you watch the? It was eight minutes, I believe, of gameplay. It was the Mister Freeze fight. No, I didn't see that. I only yeah. watched the, the five minute, the the first reveal trailer. I didn't see that footage. There's a boss fight with gameplay where there it's uh, Batgirl and Robin going up a tower to fight uh, Mister Freeze. Is that in the trailer? They clipped out a bit of Batgirl and Robin doing like some some uh, co like team attacks on somebody. Yeah, I guess they either cover that or was that clipped straight from that fight? I believe it's from that fight. Yeah, there's a whole eight minutes like okay. you in the open world, you get into the thing, enemies have levels, you know, that kind of a thing. It's a, I'd say check it out, everybody. It's good. I'm time. absolutely going to check it out. I wish I would have known that before we recorded a podcast, but yeah, that's fun. okay. That's what happens when you have a J-O-B. But um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds great. I'm going to watch that very quickly. Um, I like that Mr. Freeze is in it. Yeah, like they were Mr. talking Freeze. about the enemies level with you, so when you fight, you know, Mr. Freeze when you're level five versus when you fight him at fifteen, like he'll rank up with you and he'll have different attacks and he'll Ooh, I hate that. <laughs> that he gets better. I hate level scaling. No, I just yeah, I don't like I don't know if it's level scaling as much as he just gets more badass as you get more badass too. If it's with the bosses, if it like makes the bosses challenging no matter what, then I'm cool with that. I just I have a general dislike of level scaling in games. Yeah, I guess we'll see how it works. Like, let me like feel strong, man. Like don't like the joys of being like an old school RPG fan is I can like grind and level up and like the work that I put in matters. Like it makes me feel like a bum if like I'm putting in this work and you know nothing changes across the entire game. Like eh, you did the same amount of damage because this guy's hit points are three hundred percent the same guys before, but like that's a bummer. So I hope that's not the game. Yeah, Let me walk into an area and be like, those guys will kick my ass. I need to walk backwards right now. Like, I'd much rather have that feeling and be like, yo, I'm out of my depth here, and I need to go back and do quest over this way. Then, you know, but we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I just know I'll, I'll still play it awesome. even if it does. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, of course, the co-op looks awesome. My, here's another fun question for you. Who's your main? Ooh, Nightwing. Mm, your Nightwing. Nightwing. Nightwing will be the person I play as. Yeah, I uh, I like the the combination Kali sticks bow staff kind of deal that he has. I don't know if that'll be like swappable back and forth in this game, but he was my main on Injustice on the first one. So I like I like the Nightwing character, and 
he looks like he'd be fun to play with. Now, Robin, some of the gameplay I saw from him where he does the little, you know, whatever that electronic teleport flying move was, looks pretty cool. Like, you could do some cool stuff with that. But And I don't, I feel like Light, Nightwing was the character I saw the least amount of hints of gameplay in the in the trailer. So I'm not sure how he'll play, but he's the one I know I'm leaning towards the most so far. Yeah, he does. He did look pretty good. I think we got the least from him. For me, it's either Red Hood, just because, God, I love Red Hood so much, or Batgirl, because I like the idea of playing. She seems cool. and That's the one we, in the gameplay demo, kind of focused in on the most. But Red Hood's my guy, man. It's just like, hey, let me run here with some guns. <laughs> Take these guys yeah, that, out. that's what I was wondering. That's going to be an interesting choice on game balance. Well, like, how do we use guns now? <laughs> like, just, this guy can just murder people. That's fun. But what I'm wondering is, I don't know if they talked about this in the gameplay. I didn't get uh, much of a sense from the trailer. Does it seem like you're going to be able, like, if I say it, Game one, I'm going to start as Nightwing. That I play the whole game as him, or is there? You think there's going to be like some some forced swapping, but then there's like free roam. You can play as whoever you want. Did you get that vibe during the gameplay trailer at all, or is it going to be like how they're talking about Marvel Avengers? Like this mission is a Batgirl Robin mission kind of thing. I have no idea. I can look up some rundowns. I believe if I had to guess, is you could probably just switch whenever you felt like it, and switch between characters. Maybe at certain points and play the game however you want to play it. But I will do some research really quick because I'm pretty sure it's in one of those stories. But if it was up to me, then let me change whenever I feel like it. And then play the See, game. I hope I hope there's I hope free roam is like that. Like when you're just going around the city and beating up dudes and doing some of these points that aren't story specific. And there's always just like a square of bad guys you have to beat up and clear the area, whatever, in these open world games. And like that stuff, I hope they let it be, you know, pick your poison, play whoever you want. But I hope there are some story specific stuff that makes you play as certain characters. It's the only downside of having like the multiple choice in those games like that. Like you can't, there's only so much um, like narrative things you can do when you have to plan for one of, it could be any one of these four people that's interfacing with this foe right now. Like, you know, how, how do you. How do you make that interesting four times for every single like story mission in the game? So I hope there's some that they go, this is a story mission for Batgirl, and you have to use her to play as this one. But then as soon as the mission's over, you can go back to playing as Red Hood. Like, this is a Red Hood mission, and you're going to go murder some people in a pool hall. Yeah. No, I'm not sure. Um, every description I'm seeing just shows like, oh, here's what the characters are and who they are. And they say everyone grows as the game progresses and gets new tech and new abilities. So yeah, maybe it's Story mission, this person, open world, do whatever you want. I don't know. I guess we'll know next year, but that's what I hope be, for. It would be nice if, yeah, it's like at least get a taste of everybody and see how everybody plays out. Yeah, because you get the whole point is that you are the Gotham Knights. Like it is, it is a team coming together to do the job that Batman was holding down before. And, you know, Batwings, I'm assuming, is leaving Bloodhaven to come back to Gotham because it needs help and all that, you know, and everyone's pooling their efforts. So if you just play the game as one person, it kind of diminishes that whole concept, I think. So if they they need to find a way, you know, in a way that's done well, to you know, split that up a bit. Um, like, I think the... I like the way, like, Mortal Kombat and Injustice do, like, their story modes, where it's not long, 
but you do at least a little bit with all these different characters and it builds into the narrative and you may interact with, you know, Gorilla Grodd, but never play as him. It works him into the story and, you know, and there's all sorts of stuff. And I hope there's a little bit of that in this where, you know, every third mission it makes you play as somebody you haven't been playing so far kind of thing. Or I guess every fourth mission. But... I like the idea of that. All right. And as for, I think for Suicide Squad, is we only got a CG trailer. I like the characters. It's Rocksteady. I'll trust them. That one, that trailer left me a little, left me a little, uh, not as excited just because it was just, I don't know. Like I'm excited for the game and it's Rocksteady. I'll trust Rocksteady, but I I have no idea what the game is. So that's kind of what I want to see more, but that game is also two years away. So I'm not stressing it at the moment. Yeah. 2022. So yeah, it's hard to, hard to get a tell on what exactly is happening there, but I, that, trailer i think made me more excited actually i thought like you know i thought they made captain boomerang look really cool <laughs> in a way that the movie did not do a great job of because there's a little just a guy with a boomerang but kind of like the little i don't know if he's like teleporting around or stuff he was doing and he was whipping the boomerang and it was all lightning and stuff and it looks like it's definitely gonna have some humor that i'm going to enjoy like the boomerang whacking superman on the head and he just kind of like glancing it off at the end like made me legitimately laugh really hard and i was like this I feel like I'm going to enjoy this game. Before I was like, okay, they're they're just doing a movie tie-in. Okay, cool. They'll figure something out like this. I'm I'm a little more jazzed for it than I was before. Also, King Shark, man, I love the King Shark Renaissance. It started with with the Harley Quinn show, which is fantastic, the animated series, and then uh, he's in the movie and he's in this game. I don't know where all of a sudden this King Shark love's coming from, but I am not mad at it whatsoever. We had to sacrifice Killer Croc to get King Shark to be cool again. Yeah, maybe. But Killer Croc had his day in the sun, though, man. He was in Arkham Games. He was in the first Suicide Squad. Like He had his moment, and now it's King Shark's moment. Killer Croc won Academy Award for Best Makeup for he that, did. that movie. Yeah, retire right there, man. It's not going to get any better please, for Killer Croc in please, things that aren't please, comics. Please retire after that movie. He did it. He was like, hey, guys, I got an Oscar. That person who made me look like this got an Oscar, and that's I did it. Fun time, but yeah. But yeah. It's a very exciting event. I thought it was they showed us a lot of both things. I overall I say it's a pretty good success, so I was all down for it. Now we're just gonna wait till next year for these bad boys to come out and the years afterwards. We got a trailer for the Batman, yeah. Movie trailers was dope. We or game podcast, but that was cool. I'm Robert Pattinson looks really great as the Batman, and that movie's probably going to be good. I hope so. I'm very excited for everything that they show, that Chew showed. Also, quick, quick back to Suicide Squad before we move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game is is called Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. Is the full title, right? Yep. Do you think at any point they will actually kill the Justice League? I think, that or at they least will. a member. They will kill at least two members. Why? Okay. Why two? What do you have? What are you thinking? Or Green you arrow. Pull the number out. Okay. Gonna just blow that dude's head up, and then they're gonna get cyborg. They're gonna give him a computer virus, and he's gonna shut down. <laughs> I have no idea. I. I definitely think. I mean the. The whole missions of the game is you're, you're killing the Suicide Squad. Just sneak in and plug a USB into his hip. Yeah, take him out. <laughs> Factory reset. 
I'd be okay with that. That'd be the. I'd be, I'd be okay with that way to take him out. Yeah, just sir. There's a there's a recessed red button on the back of his leg. You just need you to press and hold that for three seconds. And take it back to factory settings. We're gonna see if that gets your internet back up and running. Oh my god, <laughs> I just blacked out and went back to work. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but no, Brainiac is the bad guy, so we're gonna have to kill some people and then take down Brainiac. I'm assuming. We'll see. Yeah, because it looks like Superman's definitely not Superman. He's taking over or something. Have they confirmed it's Brainiac? Yeah. Oh, okay. But evil Superman vibes. I always or Brainiac. Like that. So that's what me and my girlfriend were talking about it, and after watching, you know, the animated series, like, give me something weird, man. It's already a Suicide Squad game. You're giving me weird stuff, fighting the Justice League, so you get to have, like, your knights in shining armor and, the you know, the flagships. Give me, like, Dr. Psycho. Have Dr. Psycho be the one that takes them over. Do something weird. It's like, no, it's just my Brainiac again. All right. But that's what happens when you're, the, when you're a very important villain in a very big series. They use you a lot. It's fair. Yeah, it may, yeah I get it. I get it. What if Dr. Psycho is Brainiac? Ooh, big twist. Love it. Nobody Love it would so much. It. No, no. Well, we just did, so... You hear that rock setting? You figured it out. <laughs> figured it out already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on. Jake, what have we been playing? I'll just go ahead and real quick playing Madden Twenty One. Played that a couple days early. It's good time. I need football in my life. It doesn't matter. Just get it in my veins. What modes do you get into with Madden? Do you play exhibitions and have a good time, or what play style for that? I normally play. I play a little bit of Ultimate Team solo. I don't do online because I'm not that good. Um, they face of the franchise, which is like career mode. And then I'll run a couple seasons franchise mode and just build my teams up to the draft and all that good stuff. Now, do you actually play with the, the don't tell me Colts? Yes. Colts fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play with like the current roster Colts and try to make them good. Yes. Or do you like, okay. See, I do. I always do fantasy drafts. That's always a fun time too. The restart yeah. at the beginning, yeah. Yeah, just start over, especially because most of the time when I'm doing it, it's playing 2K, and I'm a Knicks fan, so like... Might as well do fantasy drafts. Yeah, like, of course I'm going to start over. Like, what do you mean? Like, have you seen what the team looks like? Like, yes, I'm starting over. I don't have, like, this would have to be my real job for me to make that team good. And even the people whose real job it is aren't very good at it. Yeah, Pulling it's, for you, Leon Rose. It's easier to fantasy draft 11 players compared to 52. Yeah, very different. Very different. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot harder to tell what position's going to go flying off the board next. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I could take a linebacker at, you know, 89 overall, and all of a sudden, next round. 72, it's your next best overall option. They all got drafted. Best of luck. Yeah, it's a good time. But no, man, it's good, solid. They've got this whole, oh, they have this new mode where you, the yard, where it's sort of like you're playing, it's kind of like NFL Street in a way. Like it's five on five, and you can do that online. It's real weird and interesting. It's a good time too. If they are even hinting at like maybe, do you guys remember when we used to make the NFL Street games? What if we put this five on five mode? What do you think about that? Like, please play nothing but that mode, so their metrics can be like, wow, people are really in. So we need to bring back the Street series. We need to bring back EA Sports Big. Yeah, bring back Big. That's all we need. Oh. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Give me a backyard basketball in 2020, and then just bring back NBA Street for the rest of my life, and I'll I will 
be forever grateful. EA Sports, I know some of your executives are listening. <laughs> Just like, come on. Somebody, do it. You, you know what we want. We want a Def Jam, a good Def Jam remake. We want NBA Street to come back, and we want backyard basketball, or backyard any sport. Backyard baseball, probably. It's the only baseball game I could probably stomach. Yeah. That's what we want. Please I don't know who's responsible for making the first Def Jam game. I don't remember who developed that, but you're listening too, and you know what everybody wants. They followed you on Twitter and got you up to a bunch of followers, then you announced nothing. <laughs> Scrubs. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that's wild. I was so upset. I never heard from them ever again. I followed them, and I was like, oh, we're going to make it. Disappeared from the timeline. I was like, you guys are disgusting. You didn't even announce like a mobile game. You didn't even Diablo Immortals me. You just left. You just you just knocked on my door and sprinted into the woods. <laughs> if you're excited for that, how can I interest you in WWE Battlegrounds coming out in two weeks? Anyways, we will move on. I also 100% in Apex Legends, apparently. Uh, so that's a good time. Season 6, good time. But anyways, Jake, what are you even playing? Uh, I was playing more uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. I, I, I finally beat that, that Bounty Hunter. Uh, story mode, and uh, the bu- the bug is back. I want to fly through this, and I'm only playing this the main story missions. I'm like not doing the MMO, you know, go kill these nine things and bring me back their loot nonsense. Like I am avoiding all of that, and I'm flying through it, and it is wonderful. And I'm not under leveled, and I'm very happy. But Sith Warrior, working on the Sith War, it's a good time. I'm glad the game's still fun. Love to hear that. Bioware stories, man. Give me more all better of them. Not the last two they made, but more of them. I loved Andromeda. Let me not pretend. We've talked about this. Yeah, Andromeda's a good time. All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to Game Pass Weekly. Hit me with that good old list of new games to play with your subscription. Yes, so uh, no new games announced that's coming soon. Still just rolling off the old ones, but there are some new games that are on there now that were previously on our coming soon list. So Battletoads, uh, Don't Starve Giant Edition, and Super Lucky's Tale are all officially available right now on console and PC. And also now available on PC are Darksiders Genesis and Crossing Souls. So nothing new announced in the coming soon list, but some of our previous things we mentioned on coming soon have officially come out, so they followed through on their promise. And those games are now on Game Pass. But uh, yeah, nothing new yet. Yeah, I mean, we're getting a big dump of games, I'm sure. A couple weeks we'll get some new stuff. Uh, all we know is Wasteland, Wasteland 3 this weekend. Yeah, already announced. That one's coming up too. So that, that should be out by the time we host our next one. Everyone get on it. All right. So I guess we'll go ahead and jump into our view from last week's Game Pass Weekly game. Spiritfarer. The indie... Darling, super nice, fun times, death management simulator, Spirit Fair. <laughs> um, just real quick, uh, Jake, how much time you put in this one, if you had to guess? I got two really good nights in after work. Uh, so, uh, 10 hours, mm-hmm. maybe a little less, depending if I stop to eat, if I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm better t- better at telling you how how many how far I got 
narratively, but I yeah, I played a little bit. I got a, I got a, enough into it. But how far did you play? Yeah, I had to guess probably six or seven ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a good solid day, and then a little bit today as well. Um, narratively, yeah, like I have three people on my boat. If that helps. Okay, so I I got the fourth person, so I'm slightly past you. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I love this game. <laughs> I love this game, man. I turned it on, and that giant cloaked figure in the in the ship, and like the art is amazing. Like it looks awesome, and it looks very hand drawn. I don't know if it was, but like I love just looking at the screen when I'm playing that. It it lo- looks so crisp and colorful, and it's it's so great. Um, yeah, and he's this giant happy Grim Reaper. Like he looks all spooky, but he's very pleasant at the start. Then your character has the little cat, and it's yeah. It, when the cat jumps into the Grim Reaper's cloak and takes the second Everlight Ball and is like playing with it, I'm like, this is I'm gonna love this game. I'm gonna play this game a lot. And uh, yeah, it's it's very Animal Crossing vibes, where it's like, yeah, manage your ship, catch some fish get some wool and turn it into other crafting materials so you can make other buildings on your ship. And we've talked about this before. Any game that lets you have a base of operations and customize it and expand it and level it up throughout the game, love. So as soon as I saw that you've got your own ship and your ship can get bigger and you can put different crafty buildings on it, like kitchens and sawmills and forgeries and a loom, and then people can get their own specific houses once they're on the boat long enough that you build them like their specialty house. And yeah, I've, I don't, I honestly, I love it. I don't know how much I'm going to play it because I find myself having less time for those kind of games that I just want to live in. And just like, I just want to fish and have fun in these games because I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice by like not playing really good narratives and this game might have a really good narrative as I get farther into it. I, I don't know, but um, I love it so much. I just, I, I really, it, it is of those games that have like the world kind of sit in and hang out in like crossing and, you know, Minecraft or whatever. Like I spirit fair is my favorite of those. Awesome. Yeah, it was for me. After playing the first hour, like the tutorial part, I was like, I don't yeah. know if I'm gonna like this game at all. I'm like, I'm like, this game might be trash. Um, but then the minute like you get past tutorial and it's like, hey, here's you know, multiple people on your ship, it, once it lets you start doing the things in the game, I was all in, man. I went from being like, I don't know about this to like, oh, I love this. Uh, yeah, the art, like you said, is great, soundtrack's great, the gameplay is fun, like, it's definitely a chill. It's like, hey, here's some um, objectives. Like, hey, build this thing, upgrade this thing. But, you know, no hurry. <laughs> do what you want. Have fun. Fish. Yeah. Go to mines. Whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, it's it's very pretty. And the only thing that I don't love is that there's no voice acting. And I get it. Like, it's not a huge team. But I'm just like, I skip all the dialogue. I don't care at all what those animals have to say. Also, those animals are, used to be people, right? <laughs> Yeah, so what I figure is that everyone, this is like their their spirit animal. I, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but that's my best approximation of it, is that 
is that you know this this person who was a uh, you know just a regular old friendly guy is a big fat happy frog in the afterlife. Yeah, he's like I yeah. love cooking and I'm a frog. <laughs> yeah, he's like I like cooking and I'm a big old frog. I love the the like as your as your boat gets bigger and things get more stacked up on top of each other and he's jumping from building to building. Like I I love even just watching that. I just love hanging out on the ship. Yeah, no, I'm with you. My only small gripe is no voice acting again. That's a really small, dumb thing. Outside of that, the game's awesome. I'm ready to keep playing this one. My, for a while. my one gripe is the like map navigation. Just because I... And I get that's part of it, is you're supposed to be doing things as your ship is sailing around. If you just like could warp there, it would kind of like kill the point of having to like you know, feed the people on the ship and make sure they're happy and give them hugs. So, like, it it has to take its time going from one to the next. But every time, like, I'm on, you know, somewhere on the far right and I get a new objective and it's all the way across the map on the far left, I'm like, God, it's going to take a million, a million times to get there. Like, Because they, they make you stop travel at night. So as soon as it gets to the nighttime, I'm just like, oh, crap. Like, I guess I can just go to sleep and warp it back up. But I also, like, should be fishing because there's no penalty for not sleeping. You can literally just work all the way through the night. So I just keep, you know, crafting stuff. And it just feels like it takes me forever to get from one place to the next. But that's probably intentionally. That's my only, the only even negative thought I had the entire time I was playing that game. was, And it really does take a lot of time to get to places. but. I'm I'm totally cool with it. I uh I like hanging out in that game. And I want I want to get I feel like I had a misunderstanding of what the game was telling me to do for a bit. This isn't a bad thing, it was just what I was kind of expecting. I expected it to be like, cool, we picked up this guy and now we're taking him back to the starting point to send him through to the afterlife. But I never got far enough to send anyone through. So I don't know, and I tried. I tried. I went back there when three people were on my place, and I was like, "All right, guys, time to go." And then everyone, we should leave, get get away from this place. And I was like, "Okay, whatever, guys. We'll, we'll go do some other stuff. We'll go, you know, find your cousin, the giant turtle. Like, no problem." And uh, yeah, so I I don't know if it's it's not direct. Like your story is that you're ferrying. But it really is just like about making people happy on a boat, and eventually maybe you drop them off, and that's the end of the game. I, I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah. it seems like why would they have you build a person's permanent house that's specific to them, and it's not salvageable? Because you know some some buildings when you build them you can salvage them to get some materials back. The houses that are specific to those people you don't have the salvage option. So it's not, I don't even know if you can get rid of them. So hmm. like I didn't get that far either. My guess is you your upgrading of their houses like your checklist to get them to where they need to be need to be and then maybe once you send them to the afterlife their house disappears i don't know i didn't get that far yeah i didn't either Definitely i got felt like if you do stuff they're getting closer to being at the spot where they are able to move on cuz i've seen the video of the deer going away so oh okay okay but maybe that's like you know a big point in the story and not just like i thought that was going to be like a routine thing where the game is you you know Floating around, cool, I found a spirit, let's take them back. And, you know, we just gotta get them there and feed them in the meantime. But it does seem like you are specifically having to go through these things and make sure they're happy and that they are, like, fulfilled and they've got this place and they've had their favorite food and maybe you gotta get through a bunch of that stuff and work out well, I guess the game, I mean, you're, you have to work out what's keeping them here. 
So, like, they introduce some stuff with the deer with some sort of resentment with her family. And, you know, you go to her, like, how she grew up in. I don't know if you got this part, but she disappears from my boat. Gone? Hmm. I, I went to the house, her family house. Okay. And did that mission. Yeah, so she's definitely she's definitely hung up on the way her family, you know, left left things at one point. I don't know what specifically, but maybe that's, you know, once you figure out what's going on with her, then she'll leave, and that's what... But I've already got someone, a fourth person, on the uh, boat, so I don't know. Um, but it's... And I have the potential for a fifth person. I've already found one person who is, is one, one easy thing away from being able to jump on my ship, so I don't know if there's a limit, or if it's just the size of your ship. If you can fit them, there you go, but... This game's fun, man. This game's yep. a lot of fun. I concur. It is very good. If it was in our rating system, I would say buy it. Dude, if buy you, it. If any of it sounds interesting, definitely get this. Yeah. Buy it. I feel like buy it's the answer. Like, as many as many people love, I mean, may, there's probably less customization options than Animal Crossing. It probably doesn't have the end game for Animal Crossing. You can go in and make your own stuff, but like, I found myself having more fun playing this than I did when I was hitting Animal Crossing hard when it came out. I think it's more enjoyable, for sure. Like, it's more fun. Yeah. It's more, fun to, it's more fun to look at. There's a, there's a little bit more gaminess, just because there is platforming aspects. And, uh, like, it's... I had a lot more fun playing this than I did with Animal Crossing. And there, I think they are comparable, but, but different enough that, you know, it's not one-to-one. But it gives you that same vibe. And I like this one better. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. All right, that was our in-depth review of Spirit Fair. Fear, good lord, this is a near automata all over again. That was our in-depth review of Spirit Fair, which is available on Game Pass. Feel free to give us suggestions for what we play each week. Next week, we're going to play. Jake, we've been staring these two games down, two games down for weeks. What are you? What are you thinking? Battletoads. Battletoads. I know that's not one of the two games you were referencing. No, I know. You're right. Battletoads <laughs> makes that, sense, though. But that is a brand new one. It's either that or Nightcall. Battletoads. Battle I want to see. I just want to see. I just want to see. I might hate it. <laughs> we'll find out. I hope so. You know what bothers me? Before we even play it, it there's no online co-op. Interesting. I assume there would be. Yeah, I definitely assume there would be. I'm assuming there's couch co-op. Yeah, but from what I saw was I saw people reacting, going, "What the hell? How do you make a beat 'em up like this in 2020 and not put go up in the game?" So I don't know. I haven't seen anything official from them. I haven't played it. So first response, but I'm gonna. I'm like. looking at the Xbox Live local co-op two to three. Local, yeah. Interesting. And two to three, so it's still only the the main three. Toads. They didn't expand it, so you can get four people in there. Well, that would be an abomination to the name Battletoads if they made four. So come on, Jake, get it together. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right. You so mean that... you mean there couldn't be there's zits and rash and what's the fourth? What's the third Pimple? one's name? Pimple. Yeah. You mean we couldn't get like we couldn't get like eczema, the fourth Battletoad? Eczema was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Welcome to the life of my hands and knees and ankles. Eggs <laughs> <Eczema> City. <laughs> oh, man. 
All right, so next week, playing Battletoads. <laughs> We're going to review Battletoads. I love the idea of a Battletoad named Exum. <laughs> I'm going to do some fan art of that. I got you. Please, please do. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, thank you for joining us this week on Xbox Quest. Leave a five-star review, share us with a friend. Feel free to follow us on social media at Xbox Quest. If you want to join in on the show, suggest a topic, tell us how you feel about the Game Pass Weekly Game, or ask us anything in general, shoot us an email, xboxquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jake, for joining me on our quest. We'll continue our dream with X- Xbox. Good Lord, I can't speak today. <sighs> Next week. Have a good one, y'all. And we out.